Have you have you guys gone on the Wikipedia? Okay. Go fuck yourself, kid. If none of you have done oh this, God. all you SCJ alumni and Shamaya, because you know pause, uh, go ahead and look up San Diego Jewish Academy on Wikipedia. Wait, why? Look, go under notable alumni. And just get a good it fucking laugh. No chance. Okay, I'm doing that right now. You know the Wikipedia app? You're crazy. I use Wikipedia a lot. So on SCJ Wikipedia, under notable alumni, it says, Jake Posnock, internationally renowned DJ of the hit duo Moonshot. Also, Adam Sloan, who peaked athletically in the sixth grade, is currently the world's biggest donut. <laughs> The Big Time League Motherfuckers Podcast. Brought to you by Codet Vision Institute. We won't tell your friends that you're getting surgery in Tijuana. Welcome to the Big Time League Motherfuckers Podcast, Week 7, featuring your co-hosts Josh Lurie and Eric Arnstein. And for the first time ever, our fact checker to make sure we're not going way over the top, Doug from Sigma Alpha Mu is here. Hello, Doug. Hello, Eric. How are you doing, Eric? Good. Thanks for joining us, Doug, as well. So, we don't mess around on this podcast. We're going to hop right into it. Game Recaps of the Week. First matchup of the week, we have Josh Lurie soundly defeating Jake Posnock. Eric, what's your hot take? Last this week. That's <laughs> kind of all I'm looking at right now. And I got a really cool score of 96.9. And if you take the two last letters, it's 69. So I deserve to win this week. Moving on. Um, I wish I drafted differently. <laughs> That's about the only solution. Yeah, Adrian Peterson on my bench, 25 points. I mean, am I mad I didn't start him? Yeah, but it was like kind of the unknown. He was in Arizona. But now I have an RB2, which I'm really excited about. Moving on to... The champions. Shamaya versus Alex. Alex. Battle of the Titans. Shamaya with the power move. Okay, Shamaya... Criticized Sloan. He wanted to kick Sloan out of the league for not starting someone on a bye. Shamai refuses to pick up a tight end with such confidence that he will beat Alex. So he starts the game one player down and beats him by about 30 points. How do you feel about this, Eric? I actually texted Shamai because, like, not to tell him to start someone because I know this kid is checking every five seconds that he has, but it's like more of like a what the fuck are you doing? And he literally just couldn't decide who to drop and was like, Whatever tight end I pick up will literally get me five points at best. I don't think that'll be the difference. Really hate to see Shamaya being right. Really hate to see Alex losing. It's just kind of nobody wants to see this. Uh, but a, a fall for the pod's favorite, Alex Arnstein. And Shamaya, um, who's it looks like he's a terrorist, even though Sloan's the terrorist in this picture. But he's definitely the antagonist of the league right now, taking first place. I just realized... Um, for those of you that don't know, pretty sure I was the only one watching the game, including Sloan, including Sharp. But just a little quick recap. So what happened is, long story short, Sharp was up the whole week, and Sharp 
was about to win uh, going into Monday night. I believe he's up in the double digits. Only player left on Sloan's team is Derrick Henry, who sucks. Will sometimes score, but not really. And more importantly, with 42 seconds to go, uh, tight ends are up by about four points, and all they need to do is get one first down, and they can just take a knee. Henry. Henry, game over. Henry. Oh, Henry. Will he score or will he go down? He's going to score. Take it to the house. Touchdown, Tennessee. And after this game, we call Adam Sloan. Here's his hot take on last week's victory. Sloan, hello. Hey, Larry. Okay. Do you know what happened tonight? You're notorious for not... I'm like paying attention to fantasy this year, but do you know what happened tonight? No, I have no idea. Do you know if you won or lost? I have no idea. How's it going? Dude, you're such a fucking asshole. Okay. What happened? You beat Sharp seventy-four to seventy-six. No way. Do you know how? Who'd I, who I have play? Wait, wait, let me see. Who'd no, 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 no. Slow. Don't even look at it right now. I'll tell you exactly what happened, and then you'll give me your reaction. Okay. You're down by eleven points with 40 seconds left in the game, and the Titans are up, beating the Colts, and they're running the clock out. So there's 40 seconds left. Colts don't have timeouts, so all they have to do is okay. You're down 11 points. They hand okay. it off to Derrick Henry, who runs a 72-yard touchdown. Let's go! And coming in the final game of the week, we're recapping Jose Benjamin Chayet versus Adam Bilo. Now, Bilo was cocky last week, seeking his first win in a while. Um... Lost three straight. Uh, it's not looking good for him. How is someone with no team picture beating someone with an obviously carefully photoshopped team picture? Well, this is just a situation where it's kind of a lose-lose situation. Nobody wants to see Jose win. Nobody wants to see Bulo win. Uh, but somebody has to. So we kind of just ignore it and we move on to the next week. I mean, and talk about, okay, Bulo's name is the injured reserves. Most people on our team have been, has been injured. He traded Aaron Rodgers and then Aaron Rodgers went on the IR. It got to the point where Bilo's kicker, the week he picks him up, goes on the IR. If that is not the injury bug, I don't know what is. Both his parents are doctors. How is this happening to Adam Bilo? Let us know in the comment section. Tweet at us. Caller of the week. And we're here with Jake Tosnock. Thanks for calling in, Jake. How are you doing tonight? I didn't call it. I am here with you. Jake is very fucked up right now. I'd say he's crossed more than a Catholic. How are you doing fantasy-wise after coming off some of the worst consecutive weeks of fantasy football wow, history? thanks for really uh, <laughs> teeing me up there. Um, it's been a rough year for me this year. You know, I had two wins uh, to start off the season. I was actually feeling pretty good. I squeaked out these wins, though, against... I had, like, no points. Um... Then I've lost the rest of the games. Yeah. Yeah. I've lost the rest of the games. Um, I should have won this one week, but DeAndre Hopkins is an asshole, and so is Gabe. Uh, but what you gonna do? I don't know. I don't. I don't want to talk about the standing of my team <laughs> in the past. Because today, I think. I think after yesterday's trade, Larry, I think I'm I'm feeling a little bit better about myself. You are a radio protege because you know how to transition subjects. I was about to go into the trade. So, Jake, tell us about this trade. What did you get out of it? Why did you do it? I think it was all honestly one of the most productive trade talks I've ever been a part of. What do you think? I needed a running back. 
and I really did need a running back. And I got a running back out of it. And Julio, who has not scored a touchdown this year, who has been somewhat hurt, uh, I gave him up, yeah. And I got uh, Gillisey, who's kind of taking a cut on the number of uh, attempts he's taken, as well as, uh, what the fuck's his name? Marcus so, Bryant? here, yeah. I, this, I didn't need a wide receiver. This is actually kind of, I had to go through it, too. I didn't want to give up LaShawn McCoy because of the idea of he's my first rounder. But as I realized, and as Jake realized, after a certain amount of point in the league, you got to forget the draft. you got to forget where you valued them two months yeah. ago because it all changes. And, and, and that's understandable. Uh, this was my mindset approaching the trade. I had Jay Jai, who had one hot week after a lot of bad weeks. I had Mike Gillisley, who just fumbled the last game. So Bill Belichick, based on his strategy, isn't going to play him a lot in the future. I had Vartavis Bryant, who just requested a trade and anchored the front office. Allegedly. So, and I see, and then I see Dan Quinn says, we're going to give Julio the ball more than we have in his career in a press announcement. So I'm like, I'm going to go for Julio. sounds a lot like a Shemai analysis, which is really scaring me in favor of Jake because... You don't want to sound too much like Shemaya. It's easy to point the good parts out of a trade. Also, know? but I, I did get screwed. I tried to get Joe Mixon. Gabe, or, yeah. or Jake gave me. I confuse you guys. You look so alike. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> my son. Uh, you got me Derek, Darren McFadden. Two hours after I traded for Derek McFadden, Ezekiel Elliott's suspension is lifted. So Darren McFadden becomes virtually useless. You know, I really, <laughs> I really did not want to give up Julio. But... It was one of those things. It was consensual. I want to tell everyone it's consensual. There's no doubt about it. I needed, I needed that. And right. you have other receivers. And I have amazing receivers. Look, Beal's going to come on next week and say, I fucked you in the ass. But I just want you to know it's consensual. <laughs> we're mixing, this week, we're mixing up our, um, our call with our random segment of the week. Random segment of the week. And our ra- random segment of the week is couples game show. So, Jake, do you have your phone on you? God. Yes. Okay, pull out the notes section. So we're going to be playing this with Eric and Jake. Oh my God, why am I involved? Two people. What, when, when did you guys start hanging out? Seventh grade? Sixth grade? Uh, sixth. sixth grade. See, that's, that's a long time. You guys should know each other pretty well by now. So let's see how well Eric knows Jake. So what, this is how the game works. I'm going to say a question. Where do you come up Jake, you stuff? write down the answer, and Go. Eric, you say the answer. Okay, first question. What kind of pet will Jake have in the future? Write it down, and then we'll see what Eric says. What's your answer? Dog. 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 Point one for the couple. Rocky's a life changer. Yeah. Oh, this is a couple show where Jake and I are a couple? Yeah. yeah. I thought this was going a complete different direction. I'm definitely the power bottom. <laughs> There's no such thing as a power bottom. No. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a power bottom. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know what that means. You're dragon blasting at that point. Look it up. <laughs> Look up what dragon blasting is. None of you. Don't go on images. That's for sure. Okay, number, number two. What age will Jake settle down? Start a family. Buy a house. Probably in the range of 29 to 31, but I'll go towards the lower range of 29. Jake said 27. That's pretty close. Wow. So close. Eric wants you to Eric not... Eric doesn't want to get married yet. No, yeah. He, so he, he doesn't want you to hang it up so soon. He wants yeah. you to be that wild child he fell in love with. It's yeah. those, it's those late 20s. I was on, I was on track. I think you're on track. Okay. How does Jake impress someone on a date? Um, Going in into... General, Jake's got... Pretty dope clothes. Right now he's wearing blue Timberlands. Dope. Nice little um, shirt. So I'll say clothes. If I had to narrow it down, which you probably didn't narrow it down, say a nice trim of the beard. Jake said a good shoe. I do think he changed his answer while Eric was talking, but I'll take it. He started nodding right as I started talking about those Timberlands. You know, to be honest, the first thing I wrote 
was a good beard. <laughs> you guys are really meant for each other. Gabe, watch out because Erica is Mr. Steal Your Man. <laughs> okay. In a cooking context, what's the most impressive thing Jake has ever done? And this doesn't include when he hid 12 donuts under his kitchen sink. Bathroom oh sink. Oh my god. <laughs> right, Go fuck yourself. He's writing down. Okay, Eric, what are you saying? The obvious, the go-to, something that Jake does a lot, he makes a killer pokey, a killer seared tuna, as well as a steak. And that's probably what he wrote down, but he also once made a really good Cajun salmon. Oh, Jake wrote down butter steak. Butter you mentioned steak. the steak, so I'll take it. I'll give you a half point. Very impressive, you guys. And, and, and Jake said the salmon was a better choice now that he thinks about it. He forgot salmon, about that. The steak is definitely the go-to, which is how you phrase the question, but the salmon was just different. Mm. How low... Does the razor go? Meaning, does shave or does Jake Next shave question. his genitalia? Eric? Yes or, no? yes or no? Yes. Yes. That's another move to impress the ladies. Absolutely. Is Jake a self-defined feminist? No. Self-defined? Eric? You try to put me in a corner now. <laughs> what? I mean, he wants to answer no, but you don't ask that question. You don't answer no to that question. It's, what's your answer? It's no. It's yes. Jake is a feminist. You forced him to. No, I said he's just. Okay, what I said, if I wrote no and he said yes, what do you say? I say well, next question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I'm gonna say? Context. Lurie stares at me. Oh, so says, Jake actually isn't a self-defined feminist. Context. Lurie asks me the question. Finishes it and does a hard turn to stare at Jake. <laughs> okay. Uh, what age was Jake sexually awakened? I don't even know my age. I don't know. It still hasn't happened. <laughs> Jake wrote 14. That's pretty close. So Jake... <laughs> Jake wrote 14 Maddie Spiegel Dome. Wow, you got no, head at 14? That's yeah. really intense. Pound, my brother. And that's a great transition into our next question. So, Jake, I have Maddie Spiegel. I have Ivana Fuchs-Khan. Who else have you hooked up with from our grade in the SDJA? Sasha Pines. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, it's Mary. Have a three-year relationship with, which is wild at first, but plateaus after a year, turns into some fighting. But you both emerge stronger and continue to have a stable and sometimes fun relationship and then amicably part due to different directions that you want to take in life, only to become better friends for the whole experience. Or fuck. No like one I'm, dies. I'm somewhat getting intimate with each We're, we're a pro-life podcast. We're not trying to kill anyone. Hot take. We're a pro-life podcast. Comment in the section. Adam Scherf. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Maddie. Okay. I don't think he could marry Ivana. I think he would have a relationship with Ivana. She really could. Marry Sasha. Jake said, marry Ivana. Three-year relationship with Sa Sasha and fuck Maddie. When I send this to Ivana, she's going to get slightly turned on but kind of heated because she's in a long-term relationship with Moy now. Oh, and now she, she missed out on Now me. she knows Jake wants to I have her last, back. I was the last one to get in that. Oh, my God. So how many points did we get out of total? You got to give me a third of a point for that one. I wasn't counting. <laughs> but you guys did pretty well. We, I think we did well. I mean, I'm you guys did pretty well. Um, so, Jake, who's the biggest pussy in the league? <laughs> <laughs> Transition. Look, there's a lot of people I could choose for this. I could choose the easier ones, like Sloan, you know, who's just, I mean, it doesn't need an explanation. It's fucking Sloan. Fuck you, Sloan. But you're not the biggest pussy. It's, he's the biggest donut. He's the biggest donut. <laughs> the biggest pussy is easily game. 
there's not, there's not so, a so what's the most embarrassing that thing that happened to Gabe during pledging? Oh my god, during pledging? I think the most embarrassing thing is he got rejected from AEPI the first time around. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But but second time around, when he actually when you actually let him in because you felt sorry for him. Gabe was honestly just like I know he got pissed on, but we've already talked about that. Gabe was very quiet. No. I think that's actually an embarrassing thing we can talk about. Gabe Gabe has no problem telling you he was pissed off. <laughs> but let the record show. Yes, Gabe, the record. You weren't pissed off. You weren't there that night. Why weren't you there? I don't know. Was it Gina? Was it Gob? Were you just tired? Who fucking knows? You're the biggest pussy, Gabe. Doug, fact check it right now, and Doug agrees. It's Wait, Gabe, why would he tell people he got pissed on when he didn't get pissed on? I don't know. I guess sometimes when you're just uh, such a schizo, you convince yourself. I definitely, I definitely thought more highly of Gabe after I heard he let himself be urinated on by a guy year. I think we all did, but now that we know that he's lying, we know that he's. Yeah. We, know, we see his true colors. I mean, that is actually one of the pussiest moves in the world: lying about getting pissed on. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Gabe. I mean, honestly, bro, I think any of us would piss on you if you really needed someone to fill the void. Every fantasy boy and girl. Every season remembers their best start and their best pickup and their best move of the season. So what's been your best start, best pickup? Bro, bro, why are you asking move? me this? Like, Jarek McKinnon, suck my dick, Shamaya. 600, how much you spend on, on Latavius Murray? How much was it? Above 600. Above 600? You know I picked up Jarek McKinnon for zero dollars? Zero. Now, why did you pick up Jarek McKinnon? The I'll, poor man's Latavius Murray. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. When Dalvin Cook went down with the injury, I was like, hey, as I'm sure a lot of us thought, wow, who's going to get the touches in the Vikings' backfield? And you know what I did? I went and saw the Latavius oh Murray. God. Oh, pause, just walked in. Oh, fuck yourself, Dave. Dave <laughs> <laughs> just comes up. I'm about to go shower, and he says, you know I have the best team in the league. Oh, sorry, yeah. bro, on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suck one, Dave. Suck me. Go on. Jake went to yoga today, and... I've Wait, heard from I've, heard, I've heard from numerous sources that he literally squeezed his shirt and a full water bottle of sweat <laughs> came out. Yes, yeah. full water bottle okay. of liquid. Disgusting. Was it gross? No, absolutely. Because I'll tell you this much, Gabe. I'm amazing. <laughs> He's very mediocre. Oh my gosh, Gabe. And, and you of all people. I'm have slightly it. above mediocre. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I'm slightly really above average. Really. Gabe, your your dry spell this year has been notorious. So the fact where haters. Particularly, Jose Chayette summed it up where he said, last week on the podcast, I don't think Gabe has touched a girl since Megan Gross. How do you <laughs> Listen, listen. Getting late is overrated. People put too much time, money, and effort into it. Yeah, I mean, I don't fucking care about getting late. Moving on. Who do you think is the biggest pussy in the league? Who are you going to put on blast right now? The biggest pussy in the league? Ah, there's a lot of options here. You know, you could go with the classic Sloan. Yeah. I mean, the fool is literally clicking attending on every single recruitment event at Berkeley possible. Why can't you just put it in your calendar? Why do you have to tell me that you're going to go to the Google recruitment, the Uber recruitment, the Amazon recruitment, the Spotify recruitment? Um, but, you know, I'm not going to go through Sloan because that's just too easy sometimes. Yeah, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Good metaphor. Now that he stepped out, it's obviously Jake Pozzock. He is undoubtedly the biggest pussy. He literally looks at fantasy football all week long and nope. consistently puts up like 60 points. Does he actually? He has like a series of advisors at our house that just help him with fantasy football. 
and he is really into it. Let me tell you something. We made the right choice letting him to the league. 100%. But, my God, is he terrible at fantasy football. Does he spend more time on fantasy or settlers? Oh, settlers by far. <laughs> yeah, that's not comparable. Uh, thank you for joining us and calling in today, Jake. Oh, and Jake, why are you going to Steve Aoki tonight? Because uh, I have a lot of homework to do. <laughs> but I figured I'd put it off. I'm also drinking this horrible grapefruit beer. Uh, so I got I to gotta do something exciting with my life tonight. Is this night going to end with you ejaculating either by hand or by someone else's? No, but it did start with it. Oh! Jake masturbated before the interview. Confirmed. During. Actually, oh, Jesus. So. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. We hope since you're actually on it this time, you'll listen to it. Uh, I might. I might. <laughs> It'll increase my chances from about 2% to 8 One's favorite segment, our favorite segment, Doug over here's favorite segment because he's the new fact checker, and Lord knows I get these ones wrong. Pickup of the week. Oh, we're going to have to work hard on this one. This guy cannot look down. Pickup of the week. This guy does Can not- I tell you my Dion Lewis story? Please. I bet $91 on Dion Lewis. I do the trade so I don't need to drop someone. I accidentally rebid $51 and I lost them. And Alex took him for 76. Dude, what a freaking robber. Also taking the Seahawks defense for 76, where there actually was a bid for 12. Also, Eric coming in with Jermaine Curse at $8. Unsuccessful. Good to know because he's the most irrelevant player the league has ever seen. Wait, who took him? Gabe. For 21. And he dropped Hunter Henry. Thank God. Get that man off your roster. Go Chargers. And Sharp picked up Carson Baltimore for $0, who Alex drafted in the fourth round this year. The week. Eric. Drum roll, please. Who is my pickup of the week, Eric? I don't know. Who is it? You said you knew who. Pickup of the week. I've been drop off. I don't see her being on the team for a long time. Uh, but that is your pickup of the week. Eric, care to comment? All I'll say is I got two pickups of the week in one week. Whoa! Eric had sex twice. No, that's not what I meant. Oh. I met Adrian Peterson as well. And he had sex. Waiting for Shamaya trade of the week. So much money in my jewelry that I'm damn near sorry. So I'ma trade my earrings in and get a Ferrari. I buy Shamaya trade of the week. With Donald Trump, y'all meet with Honda. No payments for twelve weeks. Now with no surprise. In the Shamaya Trade of the Week this week, it is Shamaya Amit oh. making some trade offers to Alex Ardenside. He immediately goes straight into the, I don't want to trade fits. This Shamaya, his, his course analysis, the problem is that my great wide receiver, only someone like Fitz will realistically be starting on my team. Classic Shamaya. Mutu- yeah. Mutually beneficial, as Shamaya likes to say. And then Alex says, I'm not desperate for Morris. You know, he's just letting you know, like, I'm not giving fits. If you want to talk trade, I want Morris. If you don't want to talk Morris, I don't want to talk trade. He's swinging his dong around. But he does does say, I can trade Walker. Talking about his tight end. Shamaya, he has been terrible so far. For Morris straight up, question mark. Delaney Morris for Morris. Delaney Walker for Morris, question mark. Morris has been the RB, the number two running back in the Cowboys all year. McFadden hasn't even played a snap. And, uh, yeah, it looks like Alex Alex just ignored him after this. I think there should be a word not, you know, there's mansplaining. There should be like Shamaya splaining or a meat splaining. Let us know in the comments which one you like better. Uh, Tweet at us if you have any more suggestions. And that is your Shamaya Trade of the Week. Now, here's your Sharf Tweet of the Week. Take it away, Eric. 
Sharp Tweet of the Week. You die, you see two people, the Undertaker and the Taxman. Quote, Ted Cruz. The Ronald Reagan Battalion, verified on Twitter, tweets out, Ted Cruz slaps around Bernie. It's sweet, with three E's, and it received one of its 147 likes by Real Adam Sharf. And that is your Sharf Tweet, tweet of the Week. week. Can we and, match and now it's everyone's least favorite segment, but me and Eric's favorite segment, in predictions of the, of the upcoming week. Davion Smith breaks free. Looked like he'd get stuffed at the line. Now Michael Davis can't wrestle him down, and he's going to score. Game predictions of the week. You know, I like to think that people say, oh, I'm on Team Eric. Oh, I'm on Team Lurie. And actually care about our picks and keep up and, like, root for someone to win. So tweet us, hashtag Team Eric or hashtag Team Lurie, even though nobody listens to this. Leave in the comments section. So last week, five. Eric's one and four. Um, I picked me correctly, and I picked Jose over Bilo correctly. Um, and that makes Eric's per- winning percentage of all time 20%, and I'm at 40%. What about the week before? Okay, so Bilo versus Sloan. Who you got? Sloan. Oh! The confidence in Bilo is quickly deteriorating on both our fronts, but I got to take Bilo just to create some tension, and I think it's a bounce-back week for him. Alex versus Jose. Who you got? Alex. Bounce back week. Alex. Bounce back week for Alex. I'm going to say Alex, too. Jose's visiting USC. He's probably thinking about a lot of Kappas coming in. I don't think he's thinking about fantasy. That's a great analysis. Gabe versus Sharp. Who you got? You know, after talking to Doug a lot about the statistics and the facts and the history, I'm taking Sharp. I think he's right on this one. I'm going with him. I don't see Gabe slowing down, so I got to go with Gabe. And whoa, 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 whoa. Can we go back to the fact that you said you will never pick Gabe or Jake to win? The entire year. If I did say that, I was just a hypocrite, and I've changed my pick to Sharf. Jake versus Shamaya. You know who? I got Shamaya just because you reminded me of that promise I made to our listeners. Hashtag sorry, listeners. I hate to say it. I have Shamaya as well. And Lurie versus Eric. Week seven <laughs> it is. We play each other finally. Who you got? Who you think? I'm taking Eric for the win. And I am taking Lurie. There we go, baby. So we have Fighting week. We have three similar picks. We only have two picks that differentiate. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you on behalf of Doug, Lurie, and Eric uh, for tuning in. Uh, we hope you have a good week, and we hope half of you win this week. See you next week. Addicted to the thrill uh-huh. It's a dangerous love affair within the mouth Almost past it now The only thing that's on the line Is who this town tonight Who won this town tonight I guess he's not going out tonight. I am going out. Yeah, with a big bomb. Everyone, listen up. Listen up to to how much time this takes for him to rip. Oh, and he's taking a knee. That's a political stance. (laughs) (laughs) Someone play the national anthem. (laughs) All right, pause, please. I'll play it with my flute.
We're being silent while you rip. This is the mic. The thing starts at 10 o'clock. That was gnarly. Dude, that was just the preamble. Dude, these pods are insane. Also, you said you really need to work, and then you just pulled one of the biggest rips I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, don't we all? But, you know, work will always be here. Our boys will not. <coughs> You know what I'm saying?